Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, the question for the day is, does God give us the Holy Spirit so we can be successful in our businesses? You know, I can understand in our successful in our ministry or in our small group or in our neighborhood, but does God give us supernatural intervention and advice for our work? You know, today we're going to talk with Matthew Bell. He wrote a book that we can all learn from because it's about the kingdom of God, the Holy Spirit in our work and our businesses. Does God want to be involved in every part of your life? You betcha. That's from Minnesota, by the way. (laughs) He does. He desperately wants to be involved in your work. And Matthew Bell writes about it in The Kingdom Powered Entrepreneur. Matthew Bell, welcome to I Work For Him. Matthew, you know, as I looked over this book, this isn't really a book about how to start a business. This is more a book about getting... Jesus followers mentally and spiritually prepared to walk with the Lord in their business through the power of the Holy Spirit. I think most of us forget that when we became Christ followers, our lives were supernaturally transformed. We were born again, and the Holy Spirit of God comes and lives inside of us, and we now have a supernatural edge. We have access to the wisdom of God, to the blueprints of heaven, yet so many of us are so used to trying to figure it out on our own. We forget to ask God for the answers. Can you give us an example, Matthew Bell, of a time when you realize, hey, I don't need to do this on my own anymore, and you ask God for his direction and what the result was? Why don't you give us an example of that? Yeah, so I think that's that's actually a practice that I try to live by every day, which is... um, I don't want to even start my day without submitting it to God. Um, I live, you know, Proverbs 16.3 is one of my foundational Bible verses that I build my life upon, and that says, commit your plans to the Lord and your, thought, your thoughts will be established. Or, you know, commit your thoughts to the Lord and your, and your, your plans will succeed, it says in another uh, translation. So before I do anything, I try to commit it to God. Um, so in, in all aspects of what I do, uh, whether it be, um, you know, just my starting my day, a simple business deal, um, a, a new business venture that, um, that I, you know, that I'm starting out and embarking upon, I start with that process, Proverbs 16.3, and I commit it to the Lord. And I know because scripture says so that if I do that, I, my plans will succeed, and what I what I endeavor to do will be established. And in one particular situation, um, I don't believe that the subject matter of uh, of your of your business needs to be uh, overtly Christian in order for you to be operating a kingdom business. I think that's another lie we need to kind of sure. uproot and and um, you know atta- uh, kind of go after. It's very good, well, and good to to build Christian businesses and faith-based business models, great, I bless that. But you don't have to in order to be a kingdom business person, but you have to operate in the, under kingdom principles to see your business flourish and to advance the kingdom of God in doing whatever your business may be. So one new company that I just founded, co-founded with a, with a group of partners is a film production company, and we are, we're going after Hollywood in a very, very big way. 
but we have established a culture of honor within the within the organization. We're all Christians. We're all coming together, brothers and sisters, founders and partners, and uh, taking time before every call to not just dig into business right away, but to give time to honor testimonies and you know hear about what God's doing individually in each other's lives and give each other the opportunity to speak and really let God let the testimony and you know our, our appreciation and our gratitude for what God's doing be the first thing we do on a call. And I'll tell you, it has been probably one of the most fruitful relationship building endeavors that I've ever had with any business partner. Uh, in my life because we're doing that. Now, I think there's a testament to the people who are engaged. Uh, we, you know, we're, you know, uh, we're very, yeah, I would say the whole group is a, a group of very mature Christian adults, uh, and that's just the way we operate. But to be intentional about setting aside, setting aside time to honor God first is really paving the way for the culture that we're we're seeing within our within our working relationship. And I'll tell you, the other thing that's happening uh, as a byproduct of that is business is coming our way at, at an incredible clip. So it's just been blessed, and, and it starts with uh, uh, you know committing your plans to the Lord, and He does the rest. Matthew, I, I get this question. You made a statement in the last segment of the show that said, you know, we don't need a bunch of overtly Christian businesses. We need a bunch of Christ followers. You didn't say that. I, I'm twisting your words a little bit. We need a bunch of Christians running great businesses that serve the economy, but we don't have to be selling Bibles in order to be making an impact. Why don't you explain your comment? Yeah, so I think there, there's there's a there's a few lies that 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 the church has believed, and you know one of them is that in order for you to serve God to your fullest, you have to be in full time ministry. That means you have to be a church pastor, missionary, you know, evangelist, you name it. Uh, that would be operating within the walls walls of the church by my definition. Uh, but the reality is that I think that calling is really for a very very small volume of, of Christians and believers today. And I think the real mission field that we are overlooking is is simply out there, is simply for us to be out there in culture, building businesses, uh, taking jobs in, in, in industries and areas of, of culture that normally uh, Christians, you know, may or may not uh, necessarily be, be, be flocking to. Uh, so a good example I like to think of is... You know, some some Christians might hold the religious point of view that Christians shouldn't uh, use tobacco or or alcohol or what have you. I, I'll let you figure that out with Holy Spirit. But if you hold that point of view, you might overtly become too uh, too religious in your beliefs, and and then you may restrict yourself from potentially owning, say, a, a convenience store. Or, or a grocery store that sells those products. And I would posit that it is more effective for a Christian to be the one owning the 7-Eleven on the street corner, having the opportunity to interface with people on a daily basis, even if they're coming in to buy a pack of cigarettes or, you know, whatever it is that the, that the suite of inventory is that 7-Eleven sells that we may or may not necessarily agree with. I think it's more valuable for the one to be interacting with that person uh, to be a Christian, that so you can give them a blessing, you can give them a warm smile, you can give them a prophetic word, you can pray into their lives, 
even if they're coming in there for something that normally, uh, you know, we, we would frown upon uh, and suggest would be bad for us. Now, that's just one example, on it, and it could be a controversial topic. <laughs> I knew that we were, I'm but, just that was a phenomenal example because yeah. how often do you run into these convenience stores, no matter where you are in the country, and they're run primarily by people that more than likely, based on the kind of sexual devices they have at the front counter, probably are not honoring God. Yet what you just said is that if we were in the midst of the place where pre-believers go, where lost and hurting people go, we'd have an opportunity to do ministry versus judging all those people and saying (laughs) we shouldn't sell tobacco and alcohol. The, The other things maybe we can work around. But I mean, that's a phenomenal point, Matthew. Yeah, thank thank you. And, you know, it's a little bit more controversial. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's people who are listening who don't who will say, well, a Christian shouldn't be around that stuff, and that's fine. I respect your point of view, but my point of view is that if you if you aren't around it, other people who are not Christians are going to be around it. They're going to yeah. be. Uh, right there, they're going to be the ones setting up convenience stores. They're going to be the ones setting up, uh, you know, grocery stores. And you can also have the opportunity to kind of influence people in, uh, in, in, in positive ways. So even if you do sell cigarettes, you can have a sign that says struggling with, you know, tobacco addiction. We'd like to help, you know, something like that. <laughs> and shoot, I mean, how, how much more effective would it be for the <laughs> Christian to be behind that business than for someone in the world who just is looking to turn a profit? Now, I think that you can, um, you know, you can, you, I think in order for us to have a positive change, a positive impact on culture and to help change and influence lives, you need to be out there. You need to do what Jesus did. Jesus went, he lived, he lived with the prostitutes, he lived with the, the, uh, the, the tax collectors who were considered like the, the gamblers and the, and the, you know, um, you know, the, the gangs of the day or the, you know, the gangsters of the day because of the way that they controlled the economy. Uh, he was out there with them and he was having wine with them and, uh, and, and dinner with them and, and living with them. And you know what? Because he was the only one to not judge them and to go live with them and to go be with them, he was able to bring them into uh, salvation through so it. So let's I think ta- you have to kind of... Let's talk about that from the perspective of all of our listeners that are in different occupations, different um, you know, positions. They may not be the entrepreneur right now, but they may be working for someone who is kind of in that realm of what we've just been talking about, you know, and so encourage them, tell, give them a practical tip that today when they are working, tomorrow when they go to work, what, how can they be that light in the culture that they're in? Yeah, I think it's a you know it's a great it's a great uh, question, and I think that's the, probably the most relevant question we can ask on a on a conversation like this is how can you practically go out and change culture where you are? Maybe maybe what we're talking about today is inspiring you, and and you want to start you know being a light and expanding the kingdom where you are. I'll, I'll first say is that you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit in you, the kingdom of yeah. God is there with you. Right, yep. so the kingdom of God expands and grows when we allow that light and we allow the Spirit of God to flow through us into the areas that God has appointed us. So wherever you are currently, if you're working in a business, you're working for a boss, or you want to start your own company, um, you have the, uh, the the power of God within you to bring the kingdom of God into that area and influence culture by expanding the kingdom right where you are. So. I think it's important for us to always be uh, prayed up to be going into every environment uh, and starting every day, like I like to do, asking God to be the head of my day, to lead my every step, 
and to to go before me where I go. And you will find that God is going to be uh, very intentional about pointing out the people who are going to be the most, um, uh, the ones that he wants you to reach out to and the ones that he wants you to develop a relationship, Holy Spirit will just start to highlight those people and they will stand out to you and oftentimes they will be attracted to you. So one time I was working in banking and I was hating it. Uh, This is before I really took the plunge. It was over 13 years ago, before I took the plunge to be an entrepreneur and start my own businesses. And, you know, I was working on a on a Las Vegas financing in a big bank in New York, and I was struggling with the moral implications of, well, I'm a Christian, I don't believe in gambling, and here I am, uh, you know, working on a bank deal that's going to finance a casino. How does this make sense? Well, at the end of the day, uh, it makes sense because the people who typically work on those deals are not going to be Christians. The people who are building casinos are not going to be Christians. If I, on the business side of this deal, have an opportunity to bring the kingdom and introduce those those men, women who are involved in building that business into the kingdom and introduce God to them. And I wouldn't have that opportunity otherwise. So it's a really big, really big uh, responsibility and opportunity that we have. Um, and so I would say that, you know, look out for, uh, be prayed up, make mm-hmm. sure you spend time in prayer all throughout your day. Ask God to highlight the people that you're supposed to influence. And at the end of the day, just be different. The Bible, uh, or one of my favorite quotes is, uh, you know, preach the gospel and if necessary, use words. When you, yeah. when people start to see that you're not stressed out, that you're not having anxiety or fear and you operate in a peace, no matter what is going on, no matter what problems you may be facing in business or in, in work, they're, they're going to want to know the secret to that, to that, for, to that, 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 um, that, that peace that you have. And that's an exactly. opportunity then for you to say, I don't have anxiety or stress because there's no point in it because I have the peace of God that transcends all understanding living inside of me. I was just thinking like, you know, we need to just drip with it. You know, it needs to be, it just needs to drip off of us. I was thinking, Jim, of the going to McDonald's and seeing a manager that you knew when you walked into that McDonald's, she had the Holy Spirit around her and it was evident in everything that was going on in that McDonald's. So So, Matthew, you got 30 seconds and I mean 30 seconds. What's the next big project from Matthew Bell? Mm. Yes, I'm really focused on my film production company. It's called Guild, G-I-L-D dot TV. We, uh, it's been my heart to, to penetrate Hollywood for the kingdom and to really focus on creative projects. Uh, we're just getting started and we're going after it in a big way. Um, so check out Guild. You can go to Guild Films on Facebook, Guild Films on Instagram, follow us. Um, and yeah, that's going to be my big thing is we're going after Hollywood. We are bringing the kingdom of God awesome. to Hollywood and we're going to do it. We're going to do it by creating good content, good films that, that are going to excite people and entertain people and that, you know, maybe maybe Christian, may not be Christian overtly in subject matter, but they're going to honor God right. and expand the kingdom as a result. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.